10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hi, welcome to Are We Friends? I'm your co-host, Taylor. I'm your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three beans go through their interests <laughs> one at a time to see if they are actually still bean friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. This uh, week, we are talking... <laughs> 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 this week, we are talking about uh, something that I've wanted to talk about uh, for a while. Uh, not on this podcast, oh. but just in general. Uh, and I've never, 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 ever did. Uh, today, we're talking about a short story by H.G. Wells called The Country of the blind is it the is, is it the country of the like the the phrase that they have in there and the country of the blind the what is the man the one eyed king man, yeah the country of king. the blind the one eyed man is king yeah did that exist before or is it from the story no uh as far as we can track it back that proverb comes from at least is first recorded by Erasmus uh who is like a 14th 15th century it's earlier than this yeah 15th century like theologian and cultural so critic. he so H.G. wells wrote fanfic of the greatest nature no 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 it's just like the phrase existed yeah but yeah it's like oh it's, it's like a phrase, phrase on, fanfic yeah, yeah it's phrase he added friend fic he, he created an extended universe for the he phrase created, oh my god what's <laughs> what is, are they idioms or are they what is that uh just proverb proverbs, proverbs. so he's, proverbs. he's starting to create the proverb Liturgical universe, yeah. Cinematic, you know, I don't know. The, the proverb universe, the yeah. PLU, the proverb literary universe, literary universe. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. If you'd like to know more about proverbs, you can check out one of our early episodes. We allegedly have an episode. We have an episode that. on on proverbs. Hell yeah! No, that's, it's one of my favorites. That's a good one. So I like so <laughs> like to to walk everybody through this really quick. So I had the boys read this story over the last two days because I couldn't really think of what I wanted to talk to uh, talk about, and then I remembered. Oh yeah, this story is a thing. Um, so the last two days, he means last two hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's when it was all were reading. It's when it was read. Yeah, yes. Like, yeah. Um, so it's a story by H. G. Wells, originally published in 1904, and then in a magazine, and it became part of a collection. But it's a story of a guy named Nunez, uh, who is in the Andes somewhere, uh, and he accidentally falls off a cliff and ends up in this mythical valley of the blind, which everyone thought was just at this point folklore. But it's a whole society in a isolated valley uh and everyone is blind there um and it's just the it's sort of his trials and tribulations and it's very much like an adventure story a travel story yeah they spent the first like three pages describing redundantly the land of the, the country of the blind yeah and, like how it came to be yeah well, I think it's, a lot of it is like establishing that mystery, like oh, in the in the untamed wilderness of the Andes, yeah, kept you in the country of the blind. What was it like? Let me say it again: country, country of, of the blind. <laughs> and at last, Nunez knew that he was in the country of the blind. He looks yeah. Right into the camera, and it's the like, credits start to roll. You can <laughs> see like the graphic come yeah, up as like, the camera's like panning up <laughs> over the map. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. <laughs> I kind of want that graphic to be uh, like it. it snaps shut a couple of times so the country of the blind looks like it's blinking <laughs> it's the country of the blind. <laughs> jesus oh boy i thought it'd be one of the colorful ones that has like the the trees on the oh you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking about the kingdom hearts when you get to a new planet yes that's the, exactly what you're thinking of. that's yes. that's what i'm thinking that of, is yeah. exactly country what you're of the blind country of the blind no but uh what'd you guys think <laughs> um i thought it was generally pretty good um 
I I briefly mentioned this to you, and I have mentioned this before. I I did, and I don't know if it's just my head or like my headspace or things. When I was reading this, you, you mentioned it was like an adventure or like a travel story. Yeah, and I'm like, this it, like a twenty four or Blumhouse needs to get a hold of this story because they could potentially make this something very creepy oh, yeah. and scary. Oh yeah, it kind of ends less on a like scary horror note, but like a lot of the stuff inside of it is very mind fucky, which yeah. I really appreciate about it. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry. If you think about it, they have like they all have like the weird sunken in eyes. And yes. Everything. There's darkness everywhere, and it's yeah, it's 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 scary visually. I I appreciate a lot of the which is an irony about this. <laughs> yeah, visually, <laughs> it's very visually Whoa. scary. <laughs> Um, but I do, I do like that. And I think it probably speaks to the story as well on some level, cause we can go into that stuff, but like having a lot of the things, one, a lot of the visual descriptions is obviously some level of irony or something in there, but like everything being right, but kind of wrong or like right, but different inside of the valley. Like yeah. he recognizes houses or walls or dreams, but like. When he goes up to the the houses are paved in, and they have no windows whatsoever, and they're all paved or uh, put on with different colored thing, like Plaster, they're not yeah. plasters. Thank you. That's what like it's like part gray and some of it's whatever. It's like, and then he just goes, "Oh, a blind guy must have done yeah. this." Yeah, like <laughs> you have to be fucking blind <laughs> yeah, to do this. He basically yeah. he almost exactly says that he does. Like, bl like, blind as a bat. I yes. Think is yeah, I've got a couple of them uh, written down. Let's uh, not a solitary bringo. Okay. But, there we go. The first word that came into his mind was blind into the thoughts of the explorer. <laughs> the man who did that, he thought, must have been blind as a bat. And he does right. so many things like, you're blind if you're doing this shit. It's just so many times. Like, we get it. There's a metaphor. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I feel like a normal person would have felt like such an asshole after he finds out that literally everyone yes, is blind. Like, <laughs> No, no, not Nunez. Nunez goes like, oh, wait a second. I'm going to conquer them. <laughs> I got two eyes. I can see all. I will be king. If the phrase is in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, I've got two eyes. I'm going to be double king. Double king. <laughs> double king. Just like the Burger King. Just like the Burger King. No, but he two does. That feels king. like something you can order at Burger King, the double king. The double king. I don't think it is, but it's just... So he's got like a when he walks down, especially he's got this real colonial attitude. Like, oh yeah, oh god, these simple-minded blind savages. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, this is gonna. Uh, you can hear him cracking his knuckles. Yeah, as he goes like, down, like, oh, this is gonna be cake. You know? Here we go. Well, and then he, he comes down and he, he yells like, Ah, hello, country of the blind. <laughs> you are blind, and I am I am C. You may just call me Jesus. And they're like the fuck does blind mean <laughs> it's like, what does the word see mean it's been 15 generations we don't have those words anymore no they're all like this dummy no talk good yeah <laughs> uh, Which he keeps saying like yeah from uh no i came from bogota did you guys hear that his name's bogota <laughs> uh so one of the things he does is try to convince them that he has this thing called sight that he can't even properly explain to them but nothing that he's doing is working but for me, it's like, why didn't you just tell them, like, you can count how many fingers they're holding up? Yeah, you'd think you know, that'd be a really fucking easy way to do that. Yeah, that'd like, be an easy one. That's really easy. He does yeah. insane shit to try to convince them. Yeah, like, <laughs> one scene, he's sitting up on the top of the hill with two people, and he goes, like, look, 
okay, you can't hear him, you can't smell him, right? Like, yeah. So I'm going to tell you all the things that they did. And they go back in and they just ask about what people were doing in their houses. Like, well, I can't. Oh, yeah. I he can't took see the- <laughs> into the houses. Like, yeah, of course oh, you yeah, can't duh, see. Uh-huh. How convenient for you. <laughs> <laughs> They so, do, yeah, they get, they keep thinking that he is a you know like a idiot rock man who came out of the woods, literally out of the yeah. They were like he's came out of the rocks. Don't t-, like they were like oh my god like he's well he, for them it's like he's this horrible savage who barely knows words. And it's like the myth of some men are just sprung from the earth. Like yeah, and I love he goes just, like hey, did you guys hear it? He just said he came into the world. Like no, 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 I came out of the, the world, world. Yeah, out like, of the world. <laughs> See, he's speaking gibberish. He doesn't even know in versus out. Sense. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's it's really fucking funny uh, that you know he has to. <laughs> He gets so fucking angry at one point. He's like, "No, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking prove it to them. I'm gonna beat the shit out of yeah. him, and he's not gonna know it hit him." <laughs> I, and he starts winding up and like, "Fuck, I can't hit a blind guy." <laughs> yeah, there's very old school attitudes going on here. But at the same I time, uh, so there's that old school colonial attitude going on. But there is like a weird nascent bit of disability studies, like positive disability stuff here because their society is perfectly functional mm-hmm. like you know it's, it's to the point where he is clumsy in this society because he can see right yeah uh, he doesn't have, well, they don't they don't trip when they walk like at all it's a society of daredevils what do you like mean like the comic book character oh yeah literally the descriptors are they have soup they can hear a guy's heartbeat yeah they can feel the move of a blade of grass and i'm like Stan Lee, did you fucking steal this? I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, I'll he, make he, money off of this. Like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to use this. Yeah, like, what if just one guy was doing this? It's fine. I know. Yeah, we put him in New York. Yeah. And but, he's yeah. a boxer. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, Daredevil's mas- like, master's always Master Splinter. <laughs> he I, might as well be. I know that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are literally sprung from They are technically that event, in this, yes. Yeah, it's the same. The ooze is the stuff that blinded Matt Murdock and gave him his yeah. uh, superpowers. Made turtles cool, rad teenagers. Fu- <laughs> yeah, it did not make Mur- Matt Murdock a cool, rad teenager. No. Not even a little bit. No, <laughs> made him a dumb, lame kid. No. <laughs> Who, like... Wow. Slays through Pa. That's, like, a plot Ew. in Daredevil, All right? Matt Murdock does... Is fuck. Yeah. He is, yes, he is. He has a lot of girlfriends. The problem is they usually die. No. So it's not great to for Matt to be slaying so much pub. That's that hero life. Yeah. Yeah. Just Gwen Stacy to hold yeah, like 10 like, blocks. <laughs> no, it's it's always just Bullseye going, hey, it looks like Daredevil has another girlfriend. Ha-ga-ga! Bullseye. How's a playing card in your head? <laughs> and you're like, stop, please. And he's oh like, I can't do stop guys, doing this. Do you guys remember the Ben Affleck one where Colin yes. Farrell plays fucking oh, Bullseye? Yeah. My God. Perhaps the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> the greatest line. What is the whole line? I, I, I only remember you made me miss. Brian, you know it. Uh, oh, it's he, he, with, oh, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. fine. Because he... Uh, what is Daredevil does his Daredevil thing, and Colin Farrell, in a really weird American accent, says, I miss... I never miss. <laughs> he like gets on his bullseye cycle. It keeps riding along. Oh no, my favorite. Okay, my two favorite parts of that are bullseye one when he flings his jacket. He's so evil that a snake noise is made when he flip <laughs> like flourishes his jacket to go oh, away. Yeah. There's that, and then my other favorite thing is when he kills uh, Electra's dad in that, which she blames on Daredevil because he uses Daredevil's. Uh, stab, uh, walking, baton, pole, baton. Uh, yeah, Billy Club. Thank you, Jesus. Billy Club. Way to go, Brian. Um, when he throws that and kills him, 
he fucking t- he go first of all he goes <laughs> he looks daredevil or like like someone right in the face and he just goes bullseye and he points at the seat like the the pushed in bullseye symbol oh, God, on his so forehead he goes weird. bullseye huh and it's like okay this is fucking great already but then he <laughs> takes a rose that he's supposed to put down for the kingpin and he touches that the sweaty bullseye like scar on the top of his head and then throws it on him i'm like you're gross and i don't <laughs> yeah. like you because <laughs> like, I, I know that uh, colin farrell's a great actor and i really want to know like who gave him the direction all right, all right now touch it nobody what? gave him the direction <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just having like, a blast it's just <sighs> someone one of his co-workers or somebody just said you know you can not give a shit in this movie right and the director was off, you know, talking to Ben Affleck or someone else on the project doing something very nice. And then someone was just whispering his ear like, fucking who gives a shit, dude? Do the most insane thing you've ever thought They're of. They're going to pay you. They're going to pay yeah. you. Anyway. Don't even do an accent. Just be full Irish. Be we full maniac Irish. Unless you don't want to. Michael Clark Duncan playing one dude, of the best kingpins ever. actually so pretty like, good. You're until, not going to do anything yeah, like, great here. <laughs> yeah. Getting back to Sorry. the country of the blind. <laughs> yeah. They've said, first of all, I like that they know that they think that he's a man that has come from the early. He's like a weird golem creature. Yes. Uh, And they're like, oh, that's that's pretty neat. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. They're not like, this is incredible. This is a a world changing event. (laughs) Their minds aren't like below like. Their religion isn't shaken. It's just like, oh, this is completely fine. Yes. Yeah, no, this is part of our religion and yeah. we completely believed it. So this is this is just pretty neat. Yeah, there's a weird line in the beginning where uh he, he imagining how the country of the blind became the country of the blind. Like, yeah, and then there were these two philosophers, you know, or something that probably just told everyone, like, no, 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 all that stuff about a different world is a bunch of hokum and it's the old <laughs> yeah. religion. The new religion is the world is actually just a bowl and it's a really soft, nice to touch ceiling up there. And so, like, you know, like, the religion is pretty fucking airtight from what it seems. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we got room for this. Yeah, they're, go ahead. You're a stone man. They're obsessed with how smooth the roof of the world is. Yeah, that's I what know. they got the most fucking pissed off about. Like, no, yeah. no, dude, there's stars and there's sky and there's all kinds of shit going on up there. And he goes, what in the fuck? <laughs> how <laughs> dare you say something <laughs> like that? Fair, that it, the, really, the roof thing makes a lot more sense. But then I, why aren't they Wait, curious <laughs> about what's on, on the other side? That's it, dude. That's, uh, the, that's the roof of the world. But the, but then what's the other what's the other side of the roof look like? Space. No, no but they don't believe in space. I. Well, it's it's just, it sounds like they don't believe in sky. I don't know. <laughs> oh, did you get did space you get, and sky yeah. might be different for that? Did I don't know. One part when they were talking about their religion, like first, yeah. uh, the god made you know like the the earth, and then he made all the lower animals like the llamas and things that we keep. And then he made man, and then he made these angels which sing from the mountains, and you can hear them fluttering around every once in a while. And the guy goes, "What the, the oh birds? Yeah, you guys don't know what yeah. birds are. <laughs> you can't but see them. That's see, that's a weird one. Like, why did they forget what birds are if they the birds were there the whole time? And the first people who got there knew what birds were. So it's that idea of the the generation after generation after generation starting off blind. So yeah, people but, would bring up stuff. But it still should get passed down. It's like, even, what's that weird noise over there? And they're like, it, oh, those well, are birds. Well, it's also because there's those two dudes animal. who were just like, I literally, <laughs> all those old people are talking fucking nonsense. You also think about like 15 generations. That's like a thousand years. It's quite a few people. That's, yeah. a, that's time to forget. It's quite a bit of fucking. 
Why does nobody try to catch one of those birds? I mean, I realize you can't just run up and grab a bird. I was just saying, what are they going <laughs> to... But you can... You can <laughs> <laughs> I just... You cut get, two footage of Jorge in a park just stalking dude, a I've pigeon. Been, I've been... Uh, I'm going to get you. Been pretty close to catching birds before. <laughs> but they could certainly set, like, a trap, you know, and catch a... Like, be like, oh, I want to speak to one of these angels, so let me, you know, make a trap. I'm like, this is an angel's got a beak. <laughs> question, question, question. <laughs> how, many, how many monks in medieval times do you think set out a trap for their angels? Like, they put, a, I don't know, like a little wafer or have, something. At have least you, one. Have you never looked up Enochian magics? My dude? No, I was going to say, actually, I assume yeah, most yeah. of them are just about, oh, this stuff John, exists, John and D, we're going to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got, I got, I got fucking angel traps for days, man. They, they, angel they for sure tried to capture angels and use them to do <laughs> their di- different magic. Jesus. Yeah. So he, he, yeah. So Nunez is here for a little bit, and after he, he tries at one point, he gets really frustrated. Like, no, okay, I tried being nice, and they won't accept that I'm so fucking cool because I have eyes that work, and they won't let me be king. So I'm just gonna. Oh, and then he has that point where like I can't fucking hit a blind guy. God damn it. And um, they hear it because he, he gets so angry he was going to hit someone with a shovel. And they hear him, like, pick it up off yeah. the side of the, the road or whatever. Or off. They was leaning against the house and they pick it up and everyone stops dead. And they're like, you got to put that shovel down, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what you're it's doing, like, but you need to put that shovel put down. The shovel, put the shovel down. down. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it becomes, like, a horror movie. Like, this is the part where I was really like, oh, my God. Like, was this part where he keeps repeating the proverb to himself? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's really kind of <laughs> shitty at some point because he's just seeing like the encroaching. They can feel where his feet left indentation in the grass, mm-hmm. and they're all walking. You know, pretty like he says slowly but purposefully, but efficiently, all kind of closing in. Like, all right, we know where he is, and there's just a bunch of people feeling towards him, and he's just yelling like, "Enter the country of the blind, the one-eyed man is king! God damn it, I want to be king!" <laughs> He just really wants to be king. <laughs> he just can't wait to be king. Yeah, but he can't convince them that he's better in any way because he's yeah. not. And so he's finally like, fine, I'm a dummy, dummy rock boy, which yeah. is the title of another one of our episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Other philosophical episode. <laughs> yeah, so he becomes, oh, the, yeah, he becomes the dummy, dummy rock boy, and he pretends to, like, be blind for a bit with them and he's like god this sucks they keep putting me in dark rooms (laughs) yeah do anything and they'll do things like so what's the sky he's like it's a smooth roof yeah like (laughs) and this is oh god what is it like he comes so he runs away after he decides before he comes and says i'm a dummy dummy rock boy uh he like disappears into the the other side of the valley like past like within the valley but past their society yeah for two whole days he gets out and, of their wall yeah yeah and he's like oh god i'm so fucking hungry like i'm at the point of fucking death and uh oh. he, he comes back and he's <laughs> like knows. and he's like all right all right like, sorry guys i'm a dummy dummy rock boy i'm a dummy dummy rock boy i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and <laughs> let's see they asked him if he still thought he could see and he goes no, that was folly. The word means nothing, less than nothing. They asked him, what is overhead? About 10 times 10, the height of a man, there's a roof above the world of rock, and it's very, very smooth. So smooth, so beautifully smooth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, please, please so let smooth. me eat. Please let me eat. Need the food. I don't know why they want the roof so smooth. Though. I really I really did appreciate, though, um, I appreciated while he was outside the wall uh, during those two days, he was like, I'm so hungry. I might have to fucking... I might have to hunt one of these alpaca because there's or llama llamas llama sorry um there's llama on the 
Matt, like the sides and the valley and everything between. And it's just like, there's some of them out there. And he just, he was like, he contemplated using a rock to, you know, hunt one of the llama. But the llama looked at him distrustfully <laughs> and would spit whenever near him. And I'm like, guys, dicks. <laughs> like, I, I know exactly what that rock's for, buddy. You're, 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 you're not doing this right now. Dude, the thought of him just running at a llama just with a rock. No. In the country of the blind, the one I met is king. He's just <laughs> leaping with rocks. <laughs> llama step gently to the side yeah, like, and get out of the way. Like, you idiot, we can see too. Yeah, we we're not blind. That's <laughs> why. That's why we're king here. There's but a, <laughs> on the same point, there's a line that I fucking love. Remember, this is H.G. Wells' listener. Yeah, uh, we didn't bring that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but they insisted on his lying in the dark, and that was a great misery. The blind philosophers came and talked to him of the wicked levity of his mind, and he reproved them so impressively for for his doubts, and that the lid of the rock covered their cosmic casserole, that he almost <laughs> doubted whether indeed wow. he was not the victim of a hallucination. So, these two philosophers come, and they're so fucking convincing that they get this guy to think that he's actually blind blind for a hot second <laughs> in the cosmic casserole oh my god yeah so after oh. that he's he's being dummy rock boy for a while and then there's like a pretty lady that they don't think they think she's ugly uh i similar to like eye of the beholder uh twilight zone episode right that whole yeah, thing yeah, of, yeah, yeah yeah like she looks at, like he's like oh my god yeah. what a absolute stunner and they're like she's fucking disgusting what's wrong <laughs> they, with they're you? not that mean I, to her they are that mean to her yeah we and no you know how like, i know they're that mean to her because when he approached he was oh, like you're right i he falls in love with this girl and he's like i want to marry her and they go no and it's they it's H.U.L. specifically says not because they like her <laughs> but because he's a dumb illiterate surf and they yeah. can't have him poisoning the water supply basically like just yeah terrible yeah, they stuff. literally do say something yeah like, they're like they don't want him to like spoil their, yeah. their race they, but they say something like so not even her yeah not <laughs> even that, exactly <laughs> thank you that's what it's like and apparently she's just like medina medina serate is her name uh-huh. uh and she's like medina's just pretty cute like if you can see her uh yeah it's like her face isn't as soft as everyone else's in her voice like she i imagine she just has emma stone voice and they're like no we're not about that that's not hot <laughs> just here. does not hit their we, ears we, well we yeah. don't like that at all and like your eyelids your eyelids look like they are about to open she's that got is weird <laughs> she you, has eyelashes like yeah, and they're like oh uh, what a horrifying deformity that you have beautiful <laughs> long eyelashes <laughs> yeah it is very much the twilight zone episode yeah like yeah. <laughs> um but he so that point he's basically living with uh medina serate's dad and a couple of their family yeah Jacob. yeah uh, and Pedro is her brother, I think, or something like that. Yes. Um, but he's like going through life, blah blah blah. And he, yeah, they fall in love. The courtship actually begins, that sort of thing. Um, he wants to get married to her because he's like, if I, if I fucking love her, I'm fine living here. That's fine. I can do he, this. He really loves her. He's and the, like, exactly, he's, yeah, he's like, into it. He wants to marry. Her. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they get to the point where she, she's basically like, I like you too, but you're still dumb <laughs> like you're still, like, you're still I, a little dumb with the whole scene because he start he explains sight to her and she's like she's not saying no like everybody else but she's kind of like the fuck like look it's kind of like me- if you were politely talking to your friend about aliens yeah they were super in him and they're just throwing facts and you're like oh 
Mm-hmm. Do, and you, you think you can nod at the I mean, right she places. Thinks it, she thinks yeah. it's cool. She, but she thinks he just has like a really dope imagination. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what like, I'm saying. You guys ever heard like, like, <laughs> a really, really hot guy talk about the stupid shit he's into, and you're just kind of there, like, <laughs> Hot uh-huh. Wheels. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's I like that too. Please, sure. please fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely one of those. The the two the two surgeons like the elders or whatever decide like all right cool we had the doctor look at him and we totally know what's going on you know those weird bulbousy things that he keeps calling eyes they're pushing on his brain they're pushing yeah. on his brain real bad and just a quick snip snip take those guys out and we'll have a totally normal citizen but was it that they're pushing on his brain or it was like his eyebrows are making him uncomfortable it's there it's it was a mix of things it was like they're one they were talking about like they were protruding out they weren't causing a like sunken in like everybody else's were. Um, they were saying like, and they were constantly moving, causing his brain perpetual stress. Like it was basically like his eyes were moving and mm-hmm. darting around and, you know, seeing things and processing. Yeah. So they were like, oh my God, his brain must be like fried from how fucking much stress, like these are yeah. causing so much stress to him. Like, yeah, these epileptic little lids bas- on his face. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, just it's like- weird. Can you imagine like, you know, they're going around and they're kind of manhandling him, right? Because he, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, they just and and stick and a hand right in his eye. It's like when someone else touches your eye accidentally, like, ah, oh. ah, <laughs> ah, ah, like that's it. That's all he's doing. You're like, <laughs> yeah. That, that right there, that's got to go. No more yeah. of that. <laughs> no more of that. But they're not forcing him. They're giving him the option. Yeah. D- d- does he get to marry the girl if he removes them? That's, that's pretty that's much it. it. Because uh, Medina goes to her father, Jacob, uh, and is like, look, n- this is really my only shot here, Pops. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's this guy or bust, and yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm really picking this we guy. We all know I'm a monster. I'm a go- <laughs> Dad, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm Dad, a hot, let's... sexy monster. <laughs> Dad, let's be honest. I'm a complete toad. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and like, this guy, I know he's an idiot, but he loves me, and you love me, so you should let me do the thing that I love, yeah. right? And he goes, fine 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 he gets rid of those weird things he keeps calling eyes and we will totally we're allowed yeah we'll allow it if it... apparently he won't be a big old dumb idiot anymore yeah because they think removing it will like give him the superpowers that everybody else has which, which yes it wouldn't it would not that no. quick no he no. would go oh my god my eyes my eyes are out of my head Oh my God! I've never been in more oh pain my God. in my life. I can see myself from my eyes oh, that are no, over there. I still work, but they're they now still just work. It just turns into the other famous Spanish fable of Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, he's <laughs> carrying around his own <laughs> eyes. Oh, um, I would definitely keep my eyes. If that was just a sick prequel, oh, yeah. that'd be awesome. Hell yeah! No, and it's <laughs> it's it's a really uh, kind of depressing ending um, because he's he's talking to Medina and she's like, look. You know, he's like, do you really want me to get rid of these things? How I've told you how beautiful you are and I've described it. She goes, yeah, that was really nice and all. But I think you just have like a really vivid imagination. And I kind of want you to not anymore. Can you can you? She just wants them to be together. Yeah. Yeah. And he but the problem is that he thought that she actually believed him about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you don't. So it's the the night. So night and day is flipped there. I want to talk about some of the details that he puts in later. But uh, it's the final time before he was about to undergo the surgery and he just kind of shuffles away from her and he's like oh he was thinking originally i'm going to enjoy this really nice place where there's some edelweiss or something uh, yeah that he and, he and then he just keeps walking and shuffles away like you know uh, maybe i could climb back out and that's where <laughs> the story ends like he might have just died on the hill <laughs> like it's no. it but it is it's it's i think it's really it's it's a sad ending. Well, it's not. I I would kind of argue with that. I mean, I understand there's a level of, I guess, sadness to it. 
but it's really it's not him just arbitrarily like shuffling off it's he he looks at her and he's like blah blah and then he kind of he's resigning himself he's like cool i'm gonna do this thing and be part of this whatever and then he stops and he looks up and he sees the mountains and the stars and the sky he sees the truth he sees the stuff that's there and he's like why would i fucking give this up like he looks over because then he starts looking at the mountain and he goes that's the true thing the benefit of the site was a realization We're like oh well that looks doable and i could jump from there to that and i could climb up that part and that yeah. that little runs okay and then he just starts doing it and then he get you see he gets a mile up he gets a mile up and he looks down and it's the whole village the whole valley is tiny spe- it literally like green mm-hmm. looks like green um Lice, uh, lice, no, lichen. Uh, lichen, lichen, thank you. Lichen. It's like, looks like that, like small crystals of things. And he's just like, it was great. And then he's, it, the ending is talking about he laying down at night among the stars. Yeah. And it, it at first it sounds kind of harsh when he goes like, no, the, how could I ever give up these things? These people have a perfectly functioning society, but like, dude, sight though. And it sounds really creepy, but what I think that is an admission of on his part is like, even if I gave up my sight, I will never be one of them. Like mm-hmm. I, I, like I don't like I, I wasn't born into this world and I can't, I could never convert. Could have said goodbye though. Could have said goodbye. It was a bit of a dick. He was in there. love with that girl, so and he just kind of Irish goodbyed himself out of the valley. Yeah, I, I, I get not wanting to lose your sight. I guess. Yes. It's <laughs> honestly, it, for me, it's less about not having vision and more about it feels scary. That seems scary to me. Being amongst yes! a whole culture of people that you do not trust, and then no longer being able to see them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's so I wanted to talk to you guys about some of the details that H.G. Wells throws in to like show how well adapted the society is, and like because they're they're farmers and they keep llamas and they have run a society yeah. successfully for a thousand years, but he puts in a bunch of cool details, and I'm I'm really big into the idea of. Um, architecture resembling like the ability of the people who use it. Uh, okay. There's a really great documentary talking about the architecture of Gallaudet. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the deaf college in DC, if you don't know, and it, there's just so many clever things. Like all the doors have really reflective surfaces. So you can see people behind you in case you need to hold the door. All the doors oh, have cool. windows through them. There's a lot of open spaces so people can sign like floors levels, away. Yeah. Um, mm. So like it, but making architecture that truly like works for, uh, like the people who are using it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a bunch of that shit in here. Like they talk about how the entire city is built on a beautiful grid and all the streets are numbered so you always know exactly where you are and there's little curbs on the side of these beautiful paved roads so like if, you know, if you're walking, you know exactly if you're on or off or like where this is where the crossroads happen because there's a little nub that indicates like this is mm. where two streets meet and there's a bunch of that shit in here yeah. that I thought was that I thought that was cool I wanted to see what you guys thought about that shit yeah yeah it was, it was neat the the wall I think it was the perimeter wall or one of the walls is like breast it's basically chest high I was like that's a nice little thing if you can have your hand over it you can have your hand on it yeah and you have to, you don't have to do anything to worry about pushing up or getting over or having an issue like that um. Something about the bridge was good. It might just been a normal bridge, um, but yeah, they do a couple of those things. I I generally liked that. I thought it was nice to see, but 
I could I could I use know. more honestly because I mean I think yeah. that, sure. I think that stuff's super sure. cool so I always just want more of it. There is an expanded version of this story. I saw uh, that, but it's it's it only changes the ending uh, slightly, and I think this is the better ending because um, I read through both and. Dude, give us that. Give the yeah. What's the alternate, what's the alternate yeah. ending? The alternate ending is that he kills someone and he actually escapes. Like it's a much less ambiguous ending. Why um, does he kill someone? Like he's trying to get out. <laughs> like he's trying. It's a much more like adventure. They're giving like, him an option, though. It's not like they were forcing him. Yeah, like the ending is significantly different, but it's a lot more conclusive. Like he escapes the Valley of the Blind versus like this very ambiguous. Like is he laying down to enjoy sight? Is he laying down to enjoy sight, perhaps for the last time? Because he's clearly getting frostbite because he's <laughs> in the mountains, exposed. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it was. 1934 um, this is 1904 and the, the 34 is when HGLs for whatever reason decided like I've had this story for 30 years and I kind of want to change it a little bit yeah that's maybe weird. he was getting mad at how people were interpreting it and he was like <laughs> I very much want to make it clear that like, it's a dope a adventure story cool yeah. and got out. James Bond punches someone and then he and... fucked a bunch of hotter girls than fucking Medina Serrate in Bogota <laughs> and it's like fuck you you idiot yeah it, my yeah, name's they... not Bogey. and then he saw a blind guy and he went oh my god and he threw a rock at his head <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah that's some is that was sorry like, is that... <laughs> like what the fuck dude you don't understand man I just escaped from get like, it. okay you need to fucking oh go buddy god. I know what you people are like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. he just starts saying really bigoty shit to blind people and I was okay buddy you need to fucking get out of Bogota. Which is like, I'm not happy with you here. <laughs> well, he keeps thinking, like, when he's looking at the mountains, uh, like, thinking about escaping, like, oh, there's mountains, and then there's islands, and then there's a lot more islands. <laughs> you know, he, you, like, there's something in there, like, oh, dude, you're thinking about, like, biddies and bikinis right now. Like, that's exactly what you're thinking of. It's just an explosion of flesh that you're not going to see anymore. There's a, there's a line near the beginning when they're talking about how the village got set up. And yes. It's, they love the llamas as well. The llamas come up a lot, and they felt the need to explain how the llamas got there. And the wording he used for it is something like the people, like, hurled a couple llamas down. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they, like, the, the valley, tossed them in, you know? Excuse me. Yeah, because the, the, the Valley of the Blind used to be open, you know, like a thousand years ago or something, and then a volcano erupted, and mm -hmm. it closed the valley off. Uh, and then the snow and the glaciers and everything happened, so, like, no one knew that it was there. But the people, they described, like, the original Spaniards, uh, or no, he uses the, the gross language of half-breed Peruvians. Yep. <laughs> that gets, yeah. That had been, oh, it was, that had only been lightly touched by the Spanish civilization. It was something like that where he's like, they barely had a little bit of the goodness in them. Yeah, like, that's classic, you know. Uh, you know. A little colonial there, 1904. He is. Whoops. An Edwardian Englishman, like he, he's not—he's not great when it comes to, yeah, being a world citizen. Um, but yeah, the like uh, the llamas that they forced up there that they barely beat into the valley in the first yeah. place are now just he's, there. It's something like tossed them down or hold them down, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. I no, so uh, I like this about H.G. Wells that he clearly tries to be better and like has a problem with you know, colonial attitudes and he shows that these people are superior because he does a really similar thing. You guys ever read War of the Worlds? No. I haven't formally read it now. Yeah. I read an abridged version, I think. The, uh, the beginning of it talks about the Zulu War. Uh, yes. Pretty sure it's the Zulu War uh, where the British are, they think they have the right to take over this portion of Africa because these people are savages, etc. And H.G. E. Wells like, all right, just let's do a thought experiment here. Let's just 
as you think you are to these people, imagine there's another race of beings that <laughs> look at you the same way. That wouldn't make you feel very good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, now I'm going to write the rest of the book. <laughs> it's just about, like, but again, like in the same way that there's that push in this story to show like, no, the Valley of the Blind, you know, maybe we should all be accepting of people who are differently abled. And then he goes, nope, fuck it. I'm out of here. Like, sight's awesome. I'm dipping. Well, in the same way in World of Worlds, like, no, see, you wouldn't like it. But you still win. The so English would win. Beat just... the Martians. <laughs> I maybe it's a different le- Chokes like at the finish. reading it from 2019. It's 2020. 2020. Stupid. Wow, I'm stupid, fucking idiot. I'm a dumb rock, fucking. I came out of the rock rocks, boy. apparently. <laughs> I don't know. It was very go back to Bogota. Because while I do understand that point, like what you're talking about there, it's. Uh, that's why I see the ending as more positive because I'm seeing it more in the lens of truth, like truth and things like that, where the people who the valley is absolutely functional, but the reason it's functional is because it's a closed off valley that has everything they need. They work hard and they mill, like they till the land, and everything, but it's like there, it was all there for them and they just did it yeah. and it worked. And it's all there. And they live as that is. Like, they don't go anywhere else. They don't do anything. They are sheltered on some level. Yeah, that is the problematic. Like, uh, if blind people can't, uh, if they had, if we put them all in one place, they'd be perfectly fine. But unfortunately, you know, the reality is it's a sighted world. So I guess, yeah, it's it it kind of like if you follow the message of the story a little bit, it does get into like, yeah, you know, they're great, but. They're still worse, which is a really problematic like. Ending in terms of the had. blind thing, yes, but I, I, I'm taking it more as a metaphor for people who believe shit that's dumb. Like I understand what H.G. Wells is talking about of the problem, like where you're yeah. like, yes, being blind is a problematic thing, but like the metaphor, the metaphorical idea of blind, as in ignorance, which is a problem in its own, but like not seeing thing, that sort of pro- like thing. I get from a story perspective of why I wouldn't, I'm not like, oh, he's just blowing them off and saying, I'm going to choose seeing. He's going, no, this is the world and I'm not going to live in this different world that's telling me something else when I've seen the world. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's still a back and forth where you know, yes. he thinks like these people are blind metaphorically, like, oh, you know, blind meaning ignorant, and they equally think like, well, yeah, dude, you're in our society. Yeah. You're, you're not doing well here. You're the dude. blind one, yeah. you big jackass. <laughs> and so there is a, that competing idea of like wh- who is really blind. You yeah, know I, mean, I mean, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it does. But they also do, but my argument as well with Jorge is, or the thing that Jorge was bringing up was they basically do a series of bad faith arguments so that he loses yeah. all of the things to make him look stupid. Yeah. Like, he looks stupid because... And this was the other thing. I'm almost certain Pedro actively turned another way to fuck him over because, one, they talk about how well they can hear. Yeah. And I know it's they say he's out of ear- earshot whatever, yeah. but it's like once he gets close... He turns the other way. And maybe it's because of a scheduling thing. Like, I think it's just he was never meant to go on that anyway, and he's being cocky about it. Mm -hmm. But I just love that he's like, he walks over to Pedro, and he's like, hey, why didn't you come down the rest of Path 17? And Pedro goes, what? 
And he fucking shoulder, he's like, yeah. he basically shoulder bumps him out of the way. He's like, yeah. I fucking don't like you anymore. I've got, and he's like, he just asked you why you didn't go down that way. I've got, the, I've got the line right here. They mocked Nunez when Pedro did not arrive. And afterward, when he asked Pedro questions to clear his character, Pedro denied and outfaced him and afterward was hostile Exa- to him. Like, like, don't you fucking implicate me in this yeah, shit. This is yeah. your problem. Like, it, it's very, like... Because well, he's, he's usually like, can you just say that you were there? He's like, I wasn't there. Yeah, he's like, you were Fuck on you. it, though, and you turned. He's like, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. And I'm like, whoa, like, Fucking that's prove it. That's why I take that other. That's why I took it as that more met the metaphor about truth and people living in some sort of thing while understanding the original implication about like yeah. talking about blind people that way. Cause, and yeah, who is really blind? Because it's like you watch the arguments and you go, well, that's. That's not true. Like, he was there. It was him. He could, like, all that sort of thing. Yeah, you can't rely on something like that. It has to. Yeah. Be, I, the fingers, I think. I don't know what else That's would be what, a good like, one. It had to have been a direct thing of just, like, yeah. one, two, three, you have four. Because then up. you can individually prove it to every person. Yes. Be like, we'll do this all Put fucking day. Put up as many fingers as you do want. Do as many times as you Change want. Change it. So I'll it tell you. Do something else. Yeah. Well. They would immediately do something, like, put it behind their back. Like, well, I can't. Oh, you're right. <sighs> yeah. Oh, you're so Again, right. yeah. Behind you. Like, well, of course you can't because what you're talking about doesn't exist. There is on this same line of like who's really the savage which is obviously a, a, a motif in this one um when he yells you are blind and i can see leave me alone as he's like screaming with a shovel <laughs> yeah, in his yeah, hand yeah. like I'll, I'll beat every last one of you blind motherfuckers uh, and uh, they say bogota put down the spade and get off the grass <laughs> the, the line is the last order grotesque and its urban familiarity produced a gust of anger <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like Damn it! Now I am being ridiculous <laughs> here. Like I am a spectacle. It is when it is when you are you feel you are right on something and you're you're huffy. You're like I know I, you're just getting louder and louder. And someone goes, "You need to calm down." Yes. And you go, <laughs> yeah. and your fucking Mount Krakatoa fucking explodes <laughs> from you. You're like, so hey, funny. oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a good, it's a good story. You know, I like it. It's a it's a um, very interesting story. It for those of you guys who are really interested in this kind of story, Herman Melville was famous uh, for writing these Moby kinds Dick. of story. Yeah, before so Moby Dick was not popular ever in his lifetime, and it was like fifty years after Melville died that we looked it at sucks. it like, oh, this is one of the best no, novels of American <laughs> literature. I've never read Moby Dick. Neither have I. Actually. Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> but uh, his two famous books were Typee and Omu in 1846 and 47. Mm-hmm. And uh, during his like, Typee was the most successful book he ever wrote during his lifetime and yeah. it's about it's a fictionalized account of him living with uh the Taipei tribe in polynesia who okay. are who are cannibals um so nice. it's, it's, so he was known for his lifetime like oh shit you're that dude who lived with the cannibals right you are that dope ass story <laughs> and he's you know so but cool. it's a it's very there's a very similar moment in that book where um he's living with the Taipei and the Taipei like all right we're pretty cool with you tomo uh, all you got to do is get a tattoo he's like yeah all right Fuck, we don't really do tattoos, but I can but totally I can, yeah. do tattoos. Like, cool. It's just going to go right on your face. Fuck it. Oh. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I can't. You're savages. You're savages. You're savages. All of you. You're backwards. You backwards monsters. And he, you know, returns to jolly old England or See, America or whatever. My, my, that, uh, we, we briefly talked about it. My issue with this story and that thing is I get it a lot more with that than I do with this story because we know in real life him getting his eyes removed will not make him daredevil it will not give him like the status and the things so it's like don't do it guy like just don't do it it's not worth it it's not a thing it won't help it will just make you blind not in the way that they are yeah so it's a weird like 
that tattoo thing is more interesting. The face tattoo of him going, oh, fuck it at that point. Because it's really just a cultural signifier. But uh, It isn't something that is... They're not like, oh, just chop your leg off. Like They're like, this is a tattoo. It theoretically changes nothing about him, except it shows I am in with these people. Yeah. Exactly. And it, like, it is, you know, he... It, that and he has a, a Tomo in Typey has this speech to himself like I can't I can't be marked like as yeah, one of you that's people that's like a pro- where you go Ugh, yeah because there's a difference between like being yeah, exactly. a tourist right and like mm-hmm. actually getting a, a phone number there like you like know, committing yeah committing and it's yeah. like no 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 this was I could I could have pretended forever but I can't actually I can't actually do it I'm actually a bastard I'm sorry about I, that. I can be your white friend yeah but yeah. I can't be your I can't be you guys like because then my white friends won't be my friend anymore <laughs> like it's kind of that's really what it is it's reads, the choosing yeah. thing yeah but uh yeah those are both those are both dope books and it's kind of in this tradition of like fabulous adventure story yeah. uh which yeah. i think is interesting because we all think of hg wells as like the time machine and the invisible man right i think war time worlds, machine yeah. is this yeah war of the world war like, of the worlds is the one yeah i you, think you think not time machine i think war of the world's over time machine These because days, the movies have been more successful yes that the, the it's been made very famous because of a few different things, including like when Orson Welles read the yeah oh the teleplay those oh, things yeah. radio play yeah War, War of the, the Worlds I think you'll find a lot more people know than Time Machine yeah yeah for, I, I'm sure a lot of people know this but there's a, a very famous um, time where Orson Welles just read uh, he cut out the first bit of War of the Worlds and just read a radio play of yeah. it and people were freaking the fuck out thinking that Martians had actually landed and were taking over and. You know, because people used to be dumb. You know, yeah. like just if not more dumb than they yeah. are now. They didn't see. Yeah, exactly. I, I always say I think the internet changed a lot of things. You know, not being able to look it up, you just hear it on the radio, and it's just like, well, what? I, that's what's happening, I guess. Yeah. Who's going to tell you otherwise? The you man can- on the radio said it. <laughs> yeah. They Funny just played the, the news, and you're going to tell me the news is wrong because this is on the news channel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I didn't change radio. Yeah. I mean, that's also a thing with the blind people. The, the village in this is there's no who the people who told them are the people who told them what is somebody else going to tell me otherwise yeah why wouldn't there be a very smooth roof at the top and all the the rain is just do or uh yeah person like uh the condensation yeah condensation from the roof of the world no words today i don't know why um yeah the condensation from the roof of the world and the snow is the ice pack that just ends up falling off of it like it makes sense like I understand. So that's a very interesting uh, parallel to bring up with that. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's, it is. It's a great... But yeah, War of the Worlds is way more famous. There's no way that... No, you're right. Uh, but still, War of the Worlds and the Time Machine, I think we consider H.G. Uh, Wells in the same vein as Jules Verne, when Jules Verne is all like, I want to talk about the Nautilus and how fucking cool this submarine is, and look at this <laughs> cool <laughs> idea I came up with, and you know, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is kind of an adventure, but a lot more like, dude, hollow Earth, I'm going to suck the dick of this idea, or from the <laughs> Earth to the Moon. Like, it's he, he kind of gets also put do in that around same, the world. Around the world in 80 days. days. So I guess, like, Jules Verne also had these adventure stories, but I feel like we think of him as the original sci-fi one of the original sci-fi writers because right. Mary Shelley is the first, I think. Yeah. And Frankenstein is like yeah. the first sci-fi. I, I don't know books good. She, <laughs> well, her thing is, I we were talking about that earlier with them. Um, we were calling it whiz-bang sci-fi because it's like, look at how cool the thing is. Yeah. Let me explain how awesome <laughs> when you pull the lever and the thing goes down and then the ship rises up yeah. and it's very cool. Like Check out my device-a-matron. <laughs> exactly. Like, they yeah. do a lot of that like thingamajig, whirligig stuff. Um, Mary Shelley is absolutely a like a godmother of 
sci-fi, but she has that weird horror part. Like, there's the genre dip is the part where she probably doesn't get as much recognition because it's like, yeah, we see Frankenstein as a horror, especially because of the universe. And I feel like it's, it's largely Universal's fault. There, exactly. But, they, yeah. But yeah, no, Frankenstein belongs to us. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's horror. <laughs> horror just yeah. takes a creepy, ghostly hand, just pulls Frankenstein yeah. into their fucking little. Sorry, sci-fi. Hello. You ain't getting get this. You one can't back. have them. There are those two types of sci-fi, right? The whiz bang yes. device matron, and then like, no, no, no. There's a device, but it's it's a device only insofar as it's a storytelling device to like make a larger allegory. And I yeah. feel like uh, Frankenstein is very much in that first camp, and more things like pulp sci-fi, L. Ron Hubbard type stuff is mm. the epitome of whiz bang sci-fi yeah um, this one like, was very much it does not matter why everyone is blind there they talked about it extensively they say there was a disease it was a disease they don't disease. say they just say it was a disease they don't say right, what it did like, to them they don't like they just go it was a disease yeah. everyone's blind but the meat of the story is definitely yeah. the interaction yeah like what this sure. allows this to be like a vehicle to yeah. kind of interrogate like what ideas are on the table here yeah uh and the same thing with the time machine like hg wells sure. like he, his first chapter he just explains like fourth dimensional geometry uh and just like yeah this is how the fucking time machine works we're not going to talk about it again guys i promise time <laughs> on to the adventure you know, it's just, but he, uh, he always has that quick apology at the beginning like okay you know before we get into this let's get into this okay <laughs> <laughs> so 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 i think that that about that about covers it i think so yeah i think, I think so. you guys should uh yeah check out the story uh country of the blind by h g Wells, <laughs> which is confusing because we mentioned Orson Wells as well, and it's always confusing. They're that not they're related. No relation, but H.G. Uh, Wells' great grandson is the director of that terrible Time Machine movie in two thousand and two. H.G. Wells' great grandson, yeah, and that's like the only thing he's ever fucking directed, and he's not good. Like it wasn't a good movie, and Orlando Jones had a confusing part in that. Who's Orlando Jones? He's uh, remember when he goes to the future <laughs> and he talks to the. No, movie. I haven't. I, I haven't read nor watched any of the Time Machine. Okay, so, so uh, Orlando Jones, don't worry about uh, the the time traveler you. who is given a name in the movie and he's not given a name specifically in the book, uh -huh. whatever. Um, goes to the future and he talks to like an AI that lives in a computer piece of like glass monitor cool. and it's orlando jones and he's like oh you know what and, can you and i can tell you anything you want you're in the museum of future everything right now and he goes tell me about time travel and it's practical applications <laughs> he goes you're an idiot because there's no such thing <laughs> <laughs> and then you know millennia later he finds this broken down like last remnant yeah. of civilization and it's orlando jones's ai and he goes like oh my god you're the time traveler. <laughs> I have had to watch civilizations fall trapped in this horrifying little box. You asshole. You know, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah. you make, dude, you're not making it sound bad right now. Yo, he is doing it. He is doing Sounding so much work good. to fucking lift this thing up from where it is. God, damn, trust me. I just, I just fucking love time travel. And if you want to hear more about time travel, you can go check out our time travel episode. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. Time travel. And speaking of bits, I <laughs> think we got someone from the kids corner. All right. Um, we want to give a quick shout out to our listener, Danny. Uh, it was his birthday this week. Happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, Happy Danny. Happy birthday. It was a birthday <laughs> and it Danny. was yours. 
All right, here we go. No. I'm absolutely <laughs> zero <laughs> chance. The uh, the other also, person is, oh, isn't it copyrighted? Somebody, yeah, you can't you, sing the happy birthday song. on for no, prop. Yeah, like, it's no, it's uh, it entered the public domain like three years ago. Oh damn! Yeah, so we will never again hear the song for "He's a Jolly Good Fellow" ever <laughs> in television. <laughs> like, we can just sing "Happy Birthday" now, <laughs> man. You're telling me I have to re up on my fun facts? They expire like yeah, buddy. The world sucks, keeps dude. on turning. Honestly, I like. I like it for the opposite of going like, oh, I get to look through every year and see what's free so that I can start playing it on the podcast indiscriminately. Oh, cool. Like some George, something got recently. I was like, oh, cool. Fuck yeah. We'll just put all that on there. Do this, do that. Everything's for free. Fuck you, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey Mouse, you've made sure we'll never get into the public uh, domain, but whatever, uh, everything else will. The the day that we get our grubby little paws on Mickey Mouse. Oh, we're going to ruin his life. (laughs) If he had just gently gone into that good night, uh, into the public domain, it would have been fine. It's not like they can't keep using Mickey Mouse. Mm. It's just like, hey, I'm sorry, Disney, you can't sue six-year-olds for selling pictures of Mickey Mouse anymore. But uh, So if you guys don't know, um, Mickey Mouse has single-handedly been the reason we have changed copyright law like Multiple eight times. times in the last 40 years. And it's Disney just throwing all of their fucking money at Congress saying, yeah. no, you have to make things last, like copyrights last longer and yeah. longer and longer. And it's just so that the House of Mouse can't yeah. be replicated. I don't understand how the law works, really. So I just imagine them going in into court being like, good people of the court, this is Mickey Mouse we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like, it's a personal Come appeal on. that they're making to a small council of people. <laughs> like, can I show yeah. you Exhibit A, and it's horrifying, like, Mickey Mouse erotica? Yeah. Like, is oh, this yeah. what you want? Is I this what you want? I directly went to jerking off Mickey Mouse. <laughs> 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 For me, that is number one thing that's going to come out right hey. away is Mickey Mouse jerking Just off. Just Mickey Mouse you know? porn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those white gloves don't stay white forever. No, man. they stay white. <laughs> no, they're going to get whiter. They're going to no, get whiter. Crispier <laughs> and grayish. <laughs> it's just, just going to be every time he moves his hand, you're going to hear crack, 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 crack. <laughs> Crispy Mickey Mouse clothes. Oh, God. It kind of makes you rethink <laughs> Minnie Mouse's pearl necklace. No, stop. It's <laughs> oh, not what I was meant to rethink when I came into uh, this episode. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, happy birthday, Danny. <laughs> so, uh, also, a quick shout out to my Uncle Jerry, who oh. randomly started listening to our podcast. Thank uh, you. And, uh, so you, want, you wanted to go back-to-back crunchy Mickey Mouse gloves to your <laughs> Uncle Jerry. Oh, that's yeah. You- oh, yeah. That's absolutely, because I've got a message from him <laughs> that was, just fucking tickled me fucking pink. Uh, he said, uh, me, period, Charles Big Dick Dickens. Blah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I said, yes, thank you. And he, had, he said a very nice thing about our podcast after that. So thanks, Jerry Bear. You. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Appreciate you. Please Tell all of your friends. God, God damn it! Because uh, I he asked to, he wanted to listen to it, and I sent him the last episode we had done, which at that time was our New Year's episode, no. which begins with just uh. us talking about Bukake for like yeah. four minutes. So like, oh fuck, oh yep. fuck, that's, that's, we had <laughs> Great a, stuff. it was our first cold open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Bukake talk. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank God he got a he he rocked around the Bukaki clock there for a bit. <laughs> I felt real bad about that. Oh my God. Uh, Brian, do we have any uh, are we questions? We do not this, this week. week. All uh, right. Send uh, on social media. Send us questions. It does not have to be about. It can be about any topics we've done, or it can just be questions. I know one of them that we can do later. Uh, I don't think we did do it yet. The hot dog sandwich question, like that sort of stuff. Send us that because we will sit here and debate for fucking forty minutes over that shit. Oh, Unless- yeah. easy. Unless Jorge looks at his watch and we go, oh shit, we have to go. <laughs> yeah, you just hear like Brian and I huff off and slam our Fun. bedroom doors next to each <laughs> yeah. other. 
We'll also answer personal questions. We will absolutely yeah. anything you want. De- dear, dear, are we friends? Dear friends. Oh yeah, like, I'm a, I'm a slut send for us those attention. letters. Yeah. Just, you know, like if you want me to tell like my gushy gushy secrets, like, they're oh. all yours. They're all yours. Oh, I was gonna say we'll give you advice. Like if you're like, hey, this is you know Lost Soul forty five. Uh, my girlfriend and I have been talking about blah blah oh, blah, but God. she doesn't. Well, all we'll do. Is I that. would love to do if, an advice if we section. keep doing that. That'll we'll just turn that into the podcast. I don't yeah. know why, but like Lost for Love or whatever you said, like the only thing I can it imagine. Was Lost that Soul Forty Five. That was hilariously <laughs> stupid. Lost yes, Soul Forty Five. Exactly. He's just asking like. Hey, I want to put it my girlfriend's butt. She's not totally into it. Like that's exactly what that oh, question give me, give was. Give those juicy questions. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't like maybe that you should put it in your butt first. You <laughs> ding dong. Yeah. Make the deal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A little tit for tat there, if you know what I mean, buddy. What? Don't you know the left hand washes the right one too, there, pal? You know? the, oh, the left and right hand are gonna have to wash something else. <laughs> I know that's yeah. not what they're working. Speaking of which, get towels. That's a good. That's a. Oh that's God! A pro Stop tip. offering the advice. <laughs> pro tip. The question has not been asked. The question so is not real. That. No one needs friend. to know. No one needs to know. Yeah, go slow. No one Lube. needs to know. I think a lot of people need to know. It's it's 2020. <laughs> We're doing butt stuff now, guys. Yeah. Like, you can Google it. Though. Google right. it. Yes. Very right. easily. Well, until next week when we rename our podcast. So the on Stuff the topic <laughs> of <laughs> the country of the blind. Are we friends? Are we friends? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it was, even if you don't agree about the story, even if you take different interpretations, it's still a good think piece, like a good little thing to read and go over and be like, ooh, shit, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's a nice little lesser Shut known story. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pee, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other portion of the advice get that we towels get out. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know get, get a painter's tarp. Like, be real. <laughs> you don't oh want pee towels. <laughs> well, it'll get completely soaked through, You're, Ryan. No, be he's reasonable. right. It's no. I, gotta, that's what it, I'm saying. Oh my god, is the horror of how practical that is. I know. You I imagine know you if got, the pee gets that. on your mattress, you have pee on your mattress forever. Water sports. Water sports. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, just like your girlfriend's bed. Oh yeah. No, that's that's neither of our. It doesn't make it better. Stop! No, wait! No. (laughs) Yeah, does it really make it better that it's your brother's? Uh, no, no, because okay, oh we were God, telling no, the story damn. of how the pee got on the bed, which is a story for another that's, time. That's we could. That sounds like that's she could, the she story. Could, that, she probably owns that story. She owns that yeah, story. Don't, why don't you let, let her tell? I'm it. not going to take away that story. It's definitely her story. But she was telling this, and it was just a sudden <sighs> realization of that's not the same mattress <laughs> we, we sleep, sleep on, in. right? <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. It's fucking disgusting. What it dried? It's no, still there. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was perhaps my whoopsie doodle little moment. Oh, the yeah, yeah. There you finding go. out I sleep on a pee mattress most nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, until Ooh. next week when we retitle our podcast: Water Sports, Water Sports, Water Sports. Uh, you Why can always find us <laughs> because there's you three can... people. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassing. <laughs> One more thing. God damn it. I saw a, a picture on Tumblr um, of a dude with a bunch of different colored bandanas in his pocket. And it's apparently like a thing at gay yeah. clubs. Like what you're into, you put the bandana in your pocket. Just a quick, easy way to like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. If you see it and want to wrestle tassel with it, you know, come Go on over. It, yeah. And it's a bunch of them. And I forget what it was like. Butt stuff, kink, play, bondage, whatever. And then the yellow one is water sports. And the first comment is. I get the other ones, but like, what does jet skiing have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, honey. Oh, child, yes. <laughs> My sweet summer child. Just, oh, oh good. Um, so you can talk about, you can ask any of your intimate pee-related questions, and we'll keep that nice and private until over. we talk about it on our Twitter or Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, or give us a line on our website, r-we-friends.com. I, until next week, I have been your bulging, twitching, eyeballed co-host, Taylor. I am your roof-covered co-host, Brian. And I'm still just for him. And we will see you next week. In the country of the blind, the one-eyed man is king.